Hey, do you hear about that knockout? No. What about that crazy-ass submission? No? Dude, go catch up right now in the entire scoop on Sucker Radio. Go and catch up right now. Go. This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucker.com. I can't believe this can happen to me, plucked from obscurity or whatever I was working to be. But the opportunity presented itself, so I seized it, though, was open. It's the breath of fresh air that I needed. Just an average dude, and now I've become a catalyst. Make connection between fighters and fans. Can you imagine it? I've learned to manage it. Analyst analysis, study the sport in every point because I'm passionate. I play the advocate and sometimes the antagonist. Building up the hype before a fight, this ain't by accident. In the world of mixed martial arts, I'm the evangelist spreading the news of MMA, the number one candidate. Calibrate levels of greatness as we collaborate. Mikey Ruckus, Jeremy Brand, as we reactivate. Brand creates a show for the fans, and it's magnanimous. Jury's out decision, and a yes, it's unanimous. It's the radio, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. It's the radio, it's the, it's the radio, sucker, sucker radio. Come Welcome back to another edition of Sucker Radio. Here on MMASucker.com, I am your host, Jeremy Brand, and uh, I've got a fun little doozy of an episode for you. Um, my one and only guest this week will be... He is an Eddie Bravo 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu guy... He was down in California helping Ben Saunders train with Eddie Bravo, and he owns, well, he's the co-owner of Titan Mixed Martial Arts and 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu up here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Well, it's actually in Coquitlam, but you know what I mean. He uh, is Nabil Salome, so pretty excited to chat with him later on in the show just to talk about his uh, how he got into mixed martial arts and uh, training jiu-jitsu, as well as how uh, he started up his school and his time down in uh, in 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 California training with Eddie Bravo because supposedly he helped Ben Saunders out with quite a few things. He also got, had a chance to go to Metamorris, so we'll uh, touch on that and find out uh, how that went as well. So he's coming up later in the show. I was supposed to have Tanesh John, MMASucka.com's Asian correspondent, Tanesh John, on the show to chat about uh, the ongoings of stuff in uh, Asia for the mixed martial arts scene, whether it's 1FC or he actually had a fight a few weeks back, which he won by TKO. Congratulations to him. Um, so... We would have liked to have him on, but I can't get in contact with him for some reason because Facebook is not letting me contact him. It says I am not uh, able to. I do not have the privacy uh, settings to be able to contact one of my friends. So it's very interesting. He will not be joining us, but Justin Pirro will obviously give us his unpopular opinions. This past weekend, we had UFC Fight Night 57, Frankie Edgar versus Cub Swanson went down as many people thought it would. It was a five-round war. It did not go to the judges' scorecards. Frankie Edgar nabbed a neck crank. It was the latest 
stoppage in UFC history with only four seconds left in the fight uh, by neck crank. It was pretty amazing. Frankie Edgar put on a show. He looked fantastic against Cub Swanson, but props to Cub Swanson for pushing forward and continuing to fight for almost the entire five rounds. I was very, very impressed by his, uh, his stuff. Also on the card, Edson Barboza stopped Bobby Green's uh, winning record, winning streak in the UFC and uh, earned a unanimous decision. Not many other huge, um, huge fights that went down on this card, but Joseph Benavidez stepped one step closer to uh, contender status yet again with a decision victory over Dustin Ortiz in the flyweight division. And kicking off the main card on Fox Sports 1, Matt Wyman made his return to the octagon with a giant victory over Isaac Valley Flag. It was fantastic to see Wyman back in the cage and Valley Flag losing, I believe, his third in a row, which is a shame. So... Hopefully we get to see him back si- back inside the octagon, and hopefully we see Matt Wyman back inside the octagon in uh, the not-so-distant future. One thing I'd like to say um, before I get to my next guest or my first guest is uh, just, you know, putting it out there to Tyron Woodley. He has a fight coming up, but I want to pay my respect to them and his family uh, since they live in Ferguson, um, we know what's gone down in Ferguson. I'm sure all you guys know at this point what's gone down. If you don't check the interweb, there was, uh, you know, the cop shooting that went down there. And, uh, you know, I'll just pay my respects to all the people living in Ferguson, not just Tyrone Woodley, but everyone that's living in the, in that town and, and city. So please, uh, pay your respects to them as well. And uh, with that, I would like to get into my first guest and my only guest, Nabil Salome, coming up right after this. This man is the co-owner over at Titan MMA in Coquitlam, BC, and he is a 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu product. This guy is the man up here when it comes to 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu in Vancouver and British Columbia. Please welcome Nabil Salame to Sucker Radio. Did I pronounce that correctly, Nabil? That's, that's- <laughs> That's correct, man. Nabil Salome. Perfect. Pretty Salome. Close. Pretty, Pretty close. close. Close enough. Uh, Nabil, man, Pretty it's a close. pleasure to have you on the show today, man. Thank you very much, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Before we get, you know, the reason why I wanted to have you on the show, um, just give our listeners sort of a background on who Nabil is, how you got into the business of mixed martial arts and into jujitsu in general. Yeah, so uh, actually I started when I was uh, when I was probably about – 10 or 11 years old um i got into it from my brother's side actually he's uh he started off kickboxing a really long time ago um then uh i was always watching him hit the bag in the garage and and it all started off from there from uh from then on i started kickboxing probably about 12 13 years old and you know you go through elementary school and high school and you kind of you're in and out of it the whole time and uh when ufc one came around that's when i uh really started getting into it and uh the gracies had all these uh, videos online, the VHSs, and you're uh, you're able to 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 get these VHSs, and and uh, we started watching those and, and practicing moves in uh, in the family room. Actually, I was uh, just a little grappling dummy for my brother the whole time, and uh, I kind of you know fell off for a little bit. When I really started training uh, uh, just after high school, I started really getting into it. Um, I started doing, getting into you know more pancreation and and stand up and, and grappling at the same time. Um, 
And uh, I met Eddie here in 2006, I believe it was, or 2007. Um, and uh, right from then, you know, he's uh, he's the master. So I fell in love with the uh, Tenth Planet Jiu-Jitsu then, and uh, haven't stopped since. So you know, it's uh, it's been a great journey. You know, about this this whole journey, just lots of knowledge. Just you know, his his style is is, is amazing, and it's just always evolving. So. No kidding. Now, I said in the intro, you're the co-owner over at Titan MMA. Um, what's it mean to you to own your own club and see students grow throughout your teachings in what you and I both consider the best sport in the world? It's uh, it's honestly amazing. Um, you know, it's uh, me and uh, me and Ken Tran, my, my my business partner there. He's uh, he's a striking coach at uh, at Titan MMA, Tenth uh, Planet Coquitlam. And uh, I, I teach all the grappling and, and just just watching, you know, someone not knowing one thing, not even an athletic person at all. And you watch them and you're like, wow, just even after a couple months of training, you just it's a completely different level, you know, and, and, and just being able to spread that knowledge amongst other people. It's uh, it's fascinating, you know, and and it's a lifestyle change. That's what it is. I always tell people, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, they're like, oh, I want to learn how to fight. I go, it's not believing about that. It's, it's a lifestyle. You know, you're coming into the gym and and uh, it's, you know, it changes your life. It does. You know, it changes your life for the better. You're, you're um, you know, you're more physically fit. You know, you learn respect, discipline. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's a great family atmosphere, you know, and uh, that's what we try pushing throughout, uh, uh, throughout our school. So, that's what I was going to say is, I, I mean, I've, I went out there for a couple of the seminars. I watched them that you guys had there. And it, that's what it seems like. It's just a great family environment, very positive. Um, I noticed when you guys first opened the doors, some of the bigger names in mixed martial arts up here in Vancouver actually came and started training with you guys. Um, you guys also have some young talent that are up and coming on the local scene. Just talk about the guys in your gym that you see pushing forward in the sport of MMA and, and who the local guys are that, that we should keep our eyes out for. Man, you know, obviously, you know, Andre DeSolva is, uh, is one of them. You know, he's been around the this, this scene for a while. We've been working with him for a couple of years now, you know, just over a couple of years. Um, Dan uh, Kajic is another another athlete. He's phenomenal, you know, and uh, I've been I've been working with him for uh probably just over a year now um on his grappling and he's part of our he's part of our team full-time you know um you know there's there's another uh, another one of our our students uh, nasdaq uh portable he's uh he's fighting at a battlefield now you know and he's, he's two and oh in battlefield and he's uh he's amazing you know he's 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 gonna make uh he's he's gonna he's gonna shock the world that kid he's he's phenomenal you know he's a fast learner athletic um, you know, we got a, man, there's, there's a whole bunch of guys, you know, it's just, you know, our school grew so fast, you know, we didn't even expect it just to kind of just blow up like that. we got a lot of guys, even from other schools coming in and training with us. And, you know, we, we, we like to keep an open mind and, you know, we have a lot of the local guys that just are um, instructors at other school and, 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 and fighters at other schools that come in and just train with us and, you know, excel at the same time, you know, I'm still competitive and, um, you know, uh, I'm still trying to grow myself, you know, as, as an athlete and, you know, it's just nice to have that 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 open minded uh, um, open minded uh, concept when we're uh, when we had this school going and just bringing people in and 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 you know everybody leveling up in this whole city. So which is which is great. So it sounds like you've surpassed your your business plan, your first ha- first little bit of your business plan already. Yeah, you know, like I to be honest with you, I didn't expect it to 
to go this fast and and it's good you know and i think it's just because uh just our our attitude at the at the school is just you know we're um we're just very laid back but at the same time we train hard you know and and i think that that's key you know we 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 show results and we have fun and and, and we push it out there and, and train hard you know yeah. Now, really, the whole reason I wanted to have you on the show, obviously, I wanted to talk about Titan MMA and give you the, the props you deserve on the local scene. But I noticed that over the weekend, you were in California hanging out with Eddie Bravo. From the looks of your Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, and all that stuff, you were having quite the time out there. Um, was there a reason for making this trip to train with Eddie, or was it um, mostly pleasure? Um, basically, uh, I like to go out there just you know, um, you know, once in a while I head out there, tighten up my game, go over, go over the new new uh, new things that have been coming out, and you know whatever I basically need to work on. You know, he tightens up my game and it's like little adjustments here and there. And, and uh, also, it's it's good to it's it's good to go out there um, just to learn new things and uh, bring it back to the school. Right, a lot of the things I'm doing is for me, but yet at the same time, it's for it's for my students. Right, and um, I went out there for for basically. Um, business pleasure, the, the works. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> doing the the ADCC trials coming up in December 12th. I'm doing ADCC trials, and uh, and also I'm also um, uh, I also was at Metamorris on uh, on the weekend as well on that uh, Saturday. Then um, Eddie Bravo Radio was on the Sunday, so I I decided to stick around. I was actually supposed to only go till Friday, but Eddie uh, said, "Hey, let's do you want to go to Metamorris on Saturday and." Uh, on uh, Eddie Bravo Radio on Sunday, so how could I say no to that? No kidding. <laughs> how could exactly? And at the same time as you being there, there were some other killers there as well. First off, Ben yeah. Saunders was there. I I texted him last week, and he told me that you taught him some killer stuff. So coming from a UFC vet, that must be pretty darn cool to hear that. Um, what was it like rolling with Killer B? And uh, obviously, he told me not to give away any game plans for his fight <laughs> against Joe Riggs. But what was it like rolling with this guy? Because you know what, he, he's he's a beast. This this guy's you know Ben Ben's amazing. You know he's he, he's a black belt. You know already coming into uh, coming into the game. And uh, that being said, is that he's so open minded. Um, he's he's willing to learn the system. You know. Um, and, and and it's hard to find that in guys, especially when they already got their black belt. They're like, you know, I already know, I already know it all. You know, I don't really need to 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 progress my game that much. But he's trying to learn stuff that that he doesn't know, and and it's amazing. He's so open minded. Um, he's vicious. You know, he's um, he's always attacking. You know, he's always yeah. He's just a very very aggressive fighter, um, and he's he's picking up our system. Man, he's he's such a fast learner, you know. Like I can't say anything but good things about that guy, you know. Like he's he's gonna kill it. Like especially with his with his uh, with his game that he has going on right now. Um, you know, Eddie's been working with him for the last three weeks. I came in for the last week, um, and his his and his jujitsu in general is just is just getting better and better. You know, he's just he's such a fast learner. Um, he has you know he he has a lens for it too. You know, he's. He's um, he's very agile. He's he's flexible. Um, you know his top game's amazing. His guard's amazing. You know you just yeah his man, guard is crazy. Which is which is cool his, to see because he came over as a Gracie Baja guy, right? He yes. He even has the tattoo on his arm, but now he's coming yeah. into this tenth planet stuff. And his bottom game, like if guys are taking him down, they're in some serious trouble. They're in they're in big trouble no matter where they go. You know, and uh, that being said. Um, you know, his, his rubber guard's good, his open guard's good, you know, he's, uh, 
and his clinch game. You know that last fight, that last that last fight that he uh, that 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 he was in. You know he went first first Uma Plata in, in all of UFC history, yeah. right? So so that showed right there. You know and that was straight straight rubber guard work right there. You know, and that was only two days of rubber guard work. Jeez. Two days. That's two crazy. Days. Yeah. So he does have some of the best ground game, especially with those funky long legs of his. He's he's got the bottom game. He's also got the Muay Thai skills in the stand up. His kicks are crazy. His striking is very crisp. Amazing. He'll be taking Amazing. on another vet in Joe Riggs in this upcoming fight. How do you see it playing out? Um, you know, the the, the the way I see it is I, I honestly think wherever this fight goes is uh is he's gonna take it. You know, if he and and Ben's one of those guys. He's uh, he, he wants to put on a show no matter what. If he wants to stand and bang, he'll stand and bang. If he wants to take it to the ground, he'll take it to the ground. You know, and wherever that game plan goes, I I feel that Ben uh, Ben can take it anywhere. Uh, you know, in in any part of the stand up, the ground doesn't doesn't matter. I I think it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good fight for him. You know, and I uh, I wish him all the best in that fight. Tony Ferguson also has a fight coming up very soon. He's taking on the beast Abel Trujillo. This guy. Brings it in the cage every time he's in there. Tony Ferguson also, he, you know, he's been calling how he's going to win his fights. Uh, do you have a prediction for this one? Man, I, I'd like a, I'd like another Mars or Darce finish, to be honest with you. I just, you know, Tony's, you know, he's phenomenal and he just goes out there too. He's, he's another one of those exciting fighters, right? He just goes out there trying to finish his opponents, you know, and, uh, and, you know, that's, um, you know, that's Casey, uh, Casey from uh, Penn Planet, Costa Mesa, is uh, been been working with him down down out there in California as well. So, you know, it's uh, it's good to see these guys. Um, man, I, you know, like I said, I'd like I'd like to see that kind of finish on that guy. You know, another Darsh and Mars or you know, however it goes, I'm happy as long as he gets the the W. No you know? kidding. It, it was interesting to see him. He he had that Darsh choke against. Uh, I don't think it was his last opponent. The one before that, he had the Darsh choke set in, and then he was like, "Ah, eh, forget it. I don't want this. I'm just gonna knock him out instead." Yeah, he's a, he's uh, he's something else. That guy, you know, he's amazing. He's just he's fun to watch. You know, no kidding. He's, yeah, he's, he's very fun to watch. So, so you said you were lucky enough to head on over to Metamorris Five, which also went down in California. Um, the entire card was like, oh, man, it was stacked. It was awesome. Even the surprise match between Jake Shields. Yep, Jake I mean, Shields. yeah, that was crazy. What was your standout performance uh, for that that event? Um, you know what? I I really liked. Um, Gary Conan and Zach Maxwell fight, you know, that was basically the only finish, but that, you know, that wasn't the reason that I, uh, that, that wasn't the reason that I, that I liked it. It's just because Gary Conan, he likes to attack, you know, and I love watching any of his fights. You know, he went basically almost finished Cone Gracie, you know, at the, the, the last ADCC. Um, but you know, Cron ended up winning, got him in a rear naked choke at the end, but even being able to, to go with Cron and, and get to that level is, is something else. He, he finishes, he goes to the, he goes to the, goes for the kill um he got him in that uh he, he ended up getting him in a heel hook and finished zach maxwell that was one of my favorite matches um another one of my uh favorite matches was actually the secret match was with um jake shields and um ah, man what's his name again he's a brazilian but he's like kind of like a labor machida brazilian um, yeah I, world, cha- world champion as well name doesn't come um, to mind either i the, oh, the listeners man. i'm sure they know who it is but uh, yeah and uh you know that was another great match because that was like a basically a strictly no gi guy going against a, a strictly gi guy 
um, you know, and I kind of saw it that way as well. You know, it was, it was pretty cool, you know, um, and they had an option to show up to the match, either wearing a gi or not wearing a gi without either of them knowing. And they both showed up wearing no gi. And, uh, you know, that, that was pretty cool. Cause you saw like, you know, Jake Shields, you know, for the first eight minutes, it was pretty even seven minutes. And after that, he just took it to him, smashed right through his guard, mounted in. And he looked, Jake looked really good. Jake's a beast. He's, he's, he's an animal, that guy, you know, it's unfortunate that he did get caught from the UFC, but you know, it happens. Yeah. I thought the Keenan fight was, oh man, the back and forth battles between those guys was, was amazing. Another, that was another amazing fight too. That was another amazing fight. You know, like that's one of those guys, Keenan watching Keenan Cornelius go is, is, is amazing. He yeah. Fought, he's uh, a special kid. Eh? Is. My he, goodness. he is, he is, he is. Um, and, uh, you know, just watching that level of, of grappling is, is, is phenomenal. You know, you can't, you can't complain. Right. Then obviously the, the finals was, uh, was Henzo and, uh, Sakurada. Um, you know, that was, you know, it was just nice to watch. It wasn't as obviously a fast paced match at all, but you know, it was, it was nice to watch, you know, um, it's just two legends, two legends going at it. I heard there was some some backstage technique sharing after the event. Apparently, oh. Rory was back there leg dragging Eddie. Um, uh, there was some wrist locks going on on Eddie backstage. What what else yeah, went down, actually, and what was uh, this all about? I mean, geez, <laughs> that was actually you know just we're just messing around. Actually, uh, we're just messing around at the show and just 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 having fun. And uh, uh, Fred uh, Fredson Pajal, I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, he's he's a master of wrist locks, and uh, Eddie was just curious to see what his wrist locks felt like. So he went down to Fred, and he puts him down to the ground, and he's like, "Hey, let, I'll show you what it feels like." <laughs> and Eddie, Eddie would just scream. He's like, "Man, you know, he's like, you don't want to be in that guy's in that guy's position to to wrist lock you at all." You know, it's uh, it was pretty pretty comical at the same time. And uh, another guy named Travis Nuwaza, he wanted to uh, give it a try as well. So see, so he went down in uh, in his guard too, and he felt the pain. So he's like, "Man, honestly, I think I broke my wrist just from that wrist lock." <laughs> so yeah, yeah then, no, and, we had a good time. And then there. Rory was talking about it on Joe Rogan's podcast as well. I guess he was down there messing around too. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see, I, I didn't see that to be honest with you. I saw, I saw Roy for a quick second. We're just, we're just joking around with him. Eddie was joking around with him for a quick second, but I did not see him, uh, uh, uh about, uh, getting wrist locked at all from, right? <laughs> I didn't see that part. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. No kidding. Um, so yeah. you are obviously the 10th planet affiliate up here in Vancouver. What exactly does it mean to you to be that? And what's it like working with the man himself, Eddie Bravo? Man, it's uh, it means a lot. You know, like I, I work, I work really hard to get here. You know, um, basically, I do this full time. It's 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 my career. Um, you know, some people do it as a part time thing and, and get themselves going. I just kind of dropped everything. I do it full time. Um, you know, I train. You know, I train all the time. You know, that's all I do is basically in the morning. I train in the afternoon. I'm training nighttime. I'm teaching. So I put the time in and. Um, it means a lot being under Eddie, you know, it's, um, it's, it's obviously it was, it was tough in the beginning, like anything else, you know, with people, you know, everyone saying, Hey, you know, I don't know if this stuff works. It's just, you know, you get a lot of, a lot of negativity at the same time. Cause it's, you know, we're, we're not wearing the gi, you know, and, and traditionally, you know, you, you put the gi on and you train jujitsu where, you know, we started off, you know, this is no gi jitsu and, and that's what we teach. And, you know, it took a while for people to understand, Hey, this stuff does work. You know, we, we we're a young uh, affiliate. We've been around only about 10 years, you know, just over 10 years. So, 
you got to remember, Jesus has been around a really, really long time. Someone coming in, you know, the new guys coming in and saying, hey, you know what? We're going to train without the gi and we're going to do jiu-jitsu. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. We're just um, keeping an open mind and, and, and uh, you know, our um, our style's unorthodox. But yet at the same time, you know, people think 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu is just rubber guard. It's not. 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu is Jiu-Jitsu. It's everything, you know. We, you know, we work reverse delahiva. We work delahiva. We work X guard. You know, we do guillotines. You know, we do monkey mount. We do, we do, you know, Z guard. You know, we 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 play it all. It's just uh, when someone says ten planet jiu-jitsu, oh, you guys just do the rubber guard. It's not about that. It's about jiu-jitsu. We do everything. It's just we're not wearing the gi. That's all. There different. are guys at your club though that do train gi jiu-jitsu as well, correct? Yeah, there is, yeah. You know, I'm very open-minded to that. Like, for me, it's just all jiu-jitsu is beautiful, you know, whether it's ski or no gi. And, you know, whatever you whatever you prefer, it, it, that's what it comes down to, to the person, what they what they prefer training. Do you want to train no gi or do you want to train gi? It's, it's, it's personal preference, you know, and, uh, and, I, and I respect it all, right? You know, I do. And Eddie's coming up here on uh, December 6th for a seminar at Titan. If locals are interested in attending this, is it open to the public, and and what can they expect to learn? It is um, it is open to the public, and uh, everybody is welcome. He's coming December sixth from uh, eleven to two. He's doing a three hour seminar. Um, I don't know what he's going to be teaching. Um, I haven't really thought about it yet. Basically, it comes down to um, you know what I kind of want him to go over and and break down in details. Um, so um, we might do um, uh, um, a certain type of guard, maybe rubber guard, or um, there's another 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 guard that uh, that we've been working lately um, from like homey control. It's a certain type of position with an underhook and and an overhook controlling the neck. But it's um it's it's a it's a cool guard, and I want to kind of I haven't been I haven't been teaching it at all at my school, so it's kind of nice for Eddie to teach it. So so expect the unexpected. Totally, completely. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably what totally. it was like when when you said you were on his podcast on Sunday. That was basically expecting the unexpected. What was uh, it like to yeah. be on his podcast? Uh, you know, it's it's Eddie. Like you know, I've known him. I've known him for a long time. So I, I, he's 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 like man. I, uh, he's amazing. That guy. You know, it's just I know his personality and. Uh, He's funny. He's just, he starts asking me questions and he starts going on about chemtrails and he starts asking <laughs> me questions and he starts going over about 9-11 and he starts, you know, so he's kind of all over the place. On the, it's a big tinfoil hat sort of guy. Eh? <laughs> yeah, we're just sitting around and chatting and yeah, that's all it was, you know, just, just hanging out with the boys and, uh, and chatting, you know. That's awesome. It, it's always, it's always a good time. So. Now, you said earlier, you know, we spoke about Ben Saunders. We spoke about training, you know, with these MMA guys as well. Is that something that you might be interested in? You start. You said that you started out with the kickboxing, the pancreation. You now are a jujitsu master here. Is stepping in the cage something that we might see out of you? You know what? To be honest with you, um, you know, even especially now that I have guys fighting, I've always like thought about, ah, should I back and do that? Or, but you know, it's it's. <laughs> It's 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 not for me, you know. I'm gonna stick to stick to jujitsu, um, you know. In order to to be really good at jujitsu, um, to the level level where I want to get to, you got to focus strictly on jujitsu. You know, right now I just dabble in like my stand up once in a while. You know, um, started wrestling a lot more now, and and um, that being said, is that you need to spend a lot of time, you know, with back with the striking again. And, really lots of lots of wrestling and lots of jiu-jitsu you know so so you know I, and i know my jiu-jitsu will suffer if i take that path um which you know um for me it's 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 
my focus is jiu-jitsu. So what is next for you? You said you have something coming up. What are you training for right now? I'm training for um, the ADCC trials. Um, that's coming up uh, December um, December 12th or 13th. I think it's December 12th. Yeah, it's in, it's in, this, in the States on the East Coast. Um, they, they have those trials, and then they have another trials coming up on the west coast so so we'll see it's, it's going to be stacked there's going to be a lot of guys um in, in on those trials you know i can even tell i know about six guys that are in my division already there's probably going to be about 20 to 30 guys in my division so it's going to be a long road <laughs> that's exciting though man and and good luck to you with that Thank finally before i let you go i noticed that you and the boys went to see dumb and dumber 2 while in la Can you you give us your movie critique on it? What were your thoughts? Grade it for us. Let us know what you thought of it. Man, you know, don't uh, just go in there not expecting anything. And it's, I always say, you know, we were talking about this. If we get a few laughs out of it, three, four laughs out of the movie these days, man, that's all you need. And it's, and it's, you know, it turns out to be a decent movie. So I got a few laughs. I laughed probably about 10 different times and uh, I, I enjoyed it. Nabil, man, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a lot for joining me today. Just let people know where they can get a hold of, first off, yourself in the social media universe, Titan MMA in the social media universe if people are interested in joining, and sort of just shout it out so that people know what exactly it is. Yes. If you uh, want to get a hold of a hold of me, you could, uh, you could check out our website, uh, teamtitanmma.com, um, and uh, you, you can get a hold of me through there. Um, off the top of my head, I'm like, man, what's my Twitter again? What's my, what's my, uh... but, uh, um, my, uh, my Instagram is 10 PJJ, Nabil 10 PJJ. That's what I'm, that's what I'm mostly using Twitter. I'm not, 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 not on there too often, to be honest with you. Perfect, man. Thanks a bunch for joining me today and, uh, all the best. Good luck at the, uh, trials. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you to Nabil for joining the show. He's got some prospects out there at Titan MMA. Um, Good luck to him at the ADCC um, trials coming up uh, next month, early next month, just a couple weeks from now. Uh, It's on the East Coast, so hopefully he gets through. Hopefully he makes the call and, and does well out there. We are wishing him the best of luck with that. Right after this, we will be joined by Justin Pirro giving us his unpopular opinions. And following that, we will round out the show. I'll give you some news on some fight announcements, as well as thank our sponsors and finish up the rest of the podcast. Hello again, everybody. It's me, Justin Pirro, back again for more unpopular opinions here on MMASucka.com. Sorry if I'm a little quiet. I got a sick daughter today, so I'm trying not to wake her up. Anyways, let's start off with some Tough 20. All of you guys, I'm sure you've seen it, or at least somebody's retweeted it. This Angela Magana, who came in to the season trying to be, trying to play the good mama card. And has since devolved, at the very least on Twitter, and from what I'm understanding on the show as well, into some Junie Browning level of crazy. Yeah, you don't get too much crazier on Tough than Junie Browning. And then she's going for some Mayhem Miller level Twitter insanity complete with posting 
I guess she imagines they're erotic pictures of herself, but you know, for somebody who's trying to play with the good mother card, what kind what kind of person does that, you know? Her daughter's back in Thailand probably just going, ugh. Because let's face it, nobody wants to know that their mother is putting nude pictures out of themselves. And it, you know, I was talking about this with something similar with my wife. She commented on the Kim Kardashian thing about, doesn't she think about her kids? Doesn't she know what this will do to the kid? Doesn't she have shame? And she's, my wife is right. She's a smart woman. And she correctly pointed out that uh, it's not a good thing to do when you have a kid who very well is going to see this or have people bring it to her attention. And yeah, you know, it's one thing to be proud of your body, but it's another thing to go showing it off for everyone to see, you know, thinking that you're hot shit in a champagne glass when you're really just cold diarrhea in a Dixie cup personality wise. Especially with this whole, uh, the queen thing, you know, Shayna Baszler gets away with it because she's self-deprecating and she's got a sense of humor. Magana, I just, I hope she fades away. I don't wish her ill. I just want her to fade away and into obscurity. You know, go back to Thailand. Stay there. Do not darken our collective television doorsteps ever, ever again. And on the Top 20 front, if you're wondering about my wife, who, you know, we do watch MMA together. If you're wondering who she's uh, rooting for to win, and I think it's a good bet based on what we're seeing, Randa Marcos. Moving on. Did you hear that the UFC signed a 5'10 flyweight? How in the hell do you make flyweight 125 pounds when you're 5'10? Is this guy anorexic? Like, what? What? I mean, 5'10, that's, you know, there are welterweights shorter than that. I mean, good grief. And I mean, yes, he's with uh, Millennia MMA, home of Lorenz Larkin and Charlie Brenneman, amongst others. But still, you know, you know, it's a decent pedigree. But nonetheless, five foot ten at flyweight—that cannot, that can not be healthy. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh, and you know, on a positive note. I just, I also want to say, I hope Tyron Woodley and his family are okay. For those of you who don't know, Tyron lives in Ferguson, Missouri. If you've been paying any attention to the news, you know what's going on. If you've been paying any attention to uh, T. Woods' Twitter, then you know that he's also trying to become a community leader and be a good, proper role model for people. And, you know, that's something this world needs is people aspiring to be good role models. So I just want to say, keep up the good work, Tyron. I hope you and your family are safe. And I hope things get better there because it, from what we're seeing on the news, both, uh, 
mainstream media and otherwise, it's things aren't good. So we're all thinking about you, man. Hope things get better. All right. That's it for me. I'm going to say if you have any complaints and grievances, hit me up on Twitter at Stormland Brand or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Stormland. All right. Back to you, Jeremy. Thank you to Justin Perot. You know, he always gives us the goods, whether you like it or not. Um, he's going to continue to deliver his unpopular opinions. Now, I said prior to um, introducing Justin that I would say some fight announcements. There is a lot going on. The UFC has made many, many announcements over the past couple days. We've got Ian McCall versus John Lineker going down. These guys were expected to meet last month. Now they're going to meet at uh, UFC 183. So excited to see a flyweight matchup with these two are uh, very close to number one contender status in the UFC flyweight division. Also, Al Iaquinta meets Joe Lozon at UFC 183. Locally, Sabah Fadai, who is was on the show begging for a fight, will uh, take on Tim Tamaki at Havoc FC 7. Uh, other announcement, Charles Rosa, who made his Octagon debut against um, Dennis Seaver, on just under a week's notice, we'll take on Sean Soriano at UFC Fight Night 59. There is so much going on that uh, that's about all I have to say for fight announcements. This past weekend's fights, you can check out all the highlights on MMASucker.com. I'd like to thank my sponsor, Onnit. Head on over to Onnit.com right now, actually, because their website has the largest sale of the year. It is Black Friday this Friday. And they will have up to 30% off ton of stuff on the store. They have everything from zombie bells, primal bells. I have a primal bell myself um, in my house. And uh, it's, it's a chimpanzee with a large handle to let me chuck around the living room and, and uh, just, you know, look like a bit of a goofball. I also take Alpha Brain every single day. And I love this stuff. So you should head on over to onnit.com and, and try out some of their supplements yourself. Uh, you can use the coupon code MMASUCKA and that will earn you 10% off your entire supplement purchase. But also check them out this weekend because from Friday till Monday, they are having their largest sale, as I said, of the year. So onnit.com, coupon code MMASUCKA and you'll save yourself some money. With that, I'd like to thank my guest, Nabil Salome, for joining the show. If you're local and you want a great jiu-jitsu club or MMA club, then check out Titan MMA. It's in Coquitlam, BC. They are the goods. Check them out to um, get any uh, training that you think you need in the world of MMA. Titan MMA is the place to be. Thank you to Justin Pirro for his unpopular opinions. Uh, follow me on Facebook, not myself, but MMA Sucka at facebook.com forward slash MMA Sucka. Uh, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com uh, at MMA Sucka, not twitter.com. I should have just said at MMA Sucka. And follow myself on Twitter at MMA Sucka. No, jeez, I'm out of it on this outro. Follow me on Twitter, JeremyBrand604. Um, and I have your goods right there. You can follow my stuff from MMASucker.com or VanCityBuzz.com. And with that, I'm out.